At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so the uh, <clears throat> the midweek howl, uh, should we call this on the road with the howler? Yeah, it was on the road. That's why I was on the road last night, and you went to sleep, and now I'm yeah. on the road the opposite direction. Now you're on the road the opposite direction. Okay. Right. Um. Um. Are you doing anything exciting? Nothing worth even talking about. I'm doing some. Yeah, I just left my mother's house. You know, so if you want to talk about Medicare Part B, uh, pharmaceuticals, uh, diabetes, uh, I'm all for it. Let's go. No, I'm kidding. That's what the, <laughs> the, the, the sink, the hot water thing. It started off by saying, I said, Mom, how come your hot water doesn't work in the sink? I turned off because it drips. That's what she said. So she took. Can we get that just the hot side, right? So I said, yeah. can we get that fixed? Well, you're gonna have to put new faucet on it. Didn't have a can't just put a washer in it. You know, her generation used to fix things, right? Remember when yeah. you would go to you know they would fix things. So she has a trouble throwing away a perfectly good faucet that just drips on one on the hot side. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, because because you don't want to throw it away because yeah you used to fix things because they were expensive and you right. didn't have a lot of money and and now right. the so, the inconvenience of not having hot water the whole time is is worth it. She says she, well she just goes to the kitchen when she wants hot water. <laughs> well, that sounds very practical, right? You know, it's it's yeah. I mean, I here we go. We're going down a different street. We started, you know, when we map this out, pretty thing. But it's amazing, really, how much the human doesn't need, right? I mean, I've just spent the last couple of days in southeast Missouri, and some of these people, 
move on absolutely nothing. And they're happy, I guess. Is that because they don't know any better? Uh, well, because in order for them to have more, they have to work. So, 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 so you complaining at the end of the day, working your route all day, sometimes double routing, okay, bringing that register. If you could do without, you wouldn't have a sore back today. That's right. That's if, right. If you if you wouldn't mind living in a trailer house with a satellite dish and pain pills, you can just sit there at the house until your old lady come home from working at Walmart and y'all can just watch TV. I don't know. You know, I, I just I just <laughs> that almost sounds you know, I can't lie, there's part of me that says could that be all that bad? Could that be all that bad, right? I don't think. You know, I, I you know, I don't want to get into geopolitical, especially international geopolitical uh, discussion today. But, but the poor people are the poor people nowadays. Really, that poor. Now, obviously, you go to some places there are, but the average poor person what only has one TV and one thousand dollar phone and one car. Yeah, that doesn't sound very poor. <laughs> you know what I mean. As yeah. opposed to, to, uh, uh, was that you telling me? God, we always end up talking about famous people. Billy Bob Thornton. My brother said he listened to Billy Bob Thornton. Maybe it was on Rogan or somebody. Yeah, I guess he grew up in just poverty, Arkansas, right? Yeah. And he said he they did not have running water in that shack he grew up in and now he's living wherever he's in Hollywood or wherever and he tries to tell his kids that he grew up in a shack with no running water you know the shack that your grandma and grandpa had had no running water when I was a kid in the late 50s early 60s and he said they look at him like you're just making that up dad and he's like no people really were that poor (laughs) back then Absolutely. I mean, there's people like that today. Not as many, but there are people that way. Well, you think they choose that? I mean, I know when I was a deputy, I'd seen some pretty poor people that seemed to have money for a lot of other stuff, except for their kids and their environment, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're, no, you're all right about that. There are people, you got to choose. There's people that choose to, uh, what is that? Penny wise, pound foolish. I don't know. You know what I'm thinking? I just almost said, I don't want to, I don't want to say this because it might ruin some of my audience. Because my audience probably drive big trucks, big tires. <laughs> but when I drive by some of these trailer parks down here, now where I live, especially where I grew up, they phased out the trailer park. You can't move any, they big county ordinances, the townships made city ordinances, they no more. So as they get old and tore up or burnt out, they're not being replaced, right? Mm-hmm. When I come down here to my mom's, they've got 15 used tires on the roof because they're worried about the roof blowing off or whatever, you know, and they're from the 50s or 60s or 80s. Or, you know what I mean? But some of them will have giant diesel pickups with giant pipes and giant tires. And, 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 where you would think that the truck is worth more than the trailer. Well, you know it is. 
But that <laughs> harkens back to my great uncle, my dad, my grandpa's brother, little brother. He's the only guy left. God, he'd be great with you on the podcast, but I don't know if we'd probably get x-rated or canceled because he would say some bad stuff about the kids. Okay. Right? Hey, maybe, he's a, maybe he's our Patreon for this month. <laughs> but you know what he'd say as a car salesman? Because he's the number one truck salesman for a long time. He would say, hey, you can live in your truck, but you can't drive your house. <laughs> Amen. That's a T-shirt. I think that's a T-shirt. Should we put that first one? I think so. Yeah. Should we should we put that on the T-shirt number one? Yep. (laughs) That's uh, uh, neat. Our uh, our uh, internet uh, social media person. She's she's handling getting set up our uh, our big uh, merch. Yeah, merch line. Merch line, and we're going to do a line of shirts that you can get. Quote from some of the podcasts. So we're we're, yeah. we're we're picking out we're gonna pick out one of your quotes and put it on there. I like that quote right there. You could drive your you could you could sleep in your truck, but you can't drive your house. And what's his name? Uncle what? Uncle Dave said that. Uncle Dave. We'll just put that Dave. quote. That's a quote from Uncle Dave. <laughs> yep, that's a quote from Uncle Dave. Oh. <laughs> uh, and in yeah, fact, yeah. our guest on Friday's show is a guy from Missouri. And he was telling me a story on the show that we recorded last week. And he, he had a line. He said something about there being a renegade logging operation going on. And I go, wait a second. What did you say? Yeah, there. <laughs> I wish I would have been on the line while I mean, the football game, but that would have been great. I said, I said, that sounds like something the howler would say. A renegade logging operation. Yeah, and what were they were they cutting around people other people's trees down or what were they doing? Well, he said like on this property where they had some stuff going on that uh-huh. that people would sneak on and, and cut down these great big walnut trees. Yeah, walnut trees. Oh wait, you broke you're breaking up. You there? Funny. I got a buddy of mine sold long for thirty. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, now we can. You we, we lost my speaker second. again. Yeah, well, right. I can hear you the whole time. Well, I can hear you the whole time. It must be maybe sold five walnut. Yeah, maybe it is your speaker. I might yeah. pull over. I'm gonna have to pull over because it's this. It's this thing that doesn't know whether it wants me to use the Bluetooth or the phone. And I I'm gonna pull over here. I'm gonna pull in the truck stop. So I'm going from road from road howler to truck stop howler. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that my trees for thirty six thousand or six trees for thirty five thousand, one or the other. But but it was walnut trees. Mm-hmm. He bought six trees for thirty six. Sold them. No, nope, oh, he sold them. He bought a farm. Bought a farm, and and uh, it hadn't been logged, and that's 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 one of the things these guys do when they buy these. These these farms haven't been logged. They they offset their purchase price, especially sometimes you get in like I bought a farm that had some walnut trees on it, a piece of property. I bought thirteen acres where it had some walnut trees, and only a few of them were big enough to cut. And I did chose not to because the gentleman I bought it from said, you know, you could probably get half your money back if you sold those walnut trees. And I didn't because it took 
a hundred years for them to get that big, right? Yeah. So I I wasn't going to do that, and um, but my buddy bought a farm, and and to offset the cost of that farm, he ended up selling a bunch of timber off of it, some white oaks, some red oaks. One of them brings a lot more, and I think white oaks bring a lot more money. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, white oaks bring a lot more money than red oaks, I think. But he had these these half a dozen walnut trees, and I anyway, and I think they went to a gun manufacturer. I'm not going to say it out loud because he could be wrong. But they were to make uh, rifle stocks. Mm-hmm. Really, those, they took those they took those trees. Yeah, because as you know, back in the day, uh, most good rifle stocks were American walnut. Now they do a lot of Turkish walnut. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, now what? <laughs> as a as a as a law enforcement officer, how would you respond to a call about a renegade logging operation? Well, I would be careful because you know I, my family hails from down the logging areas of South Central Missouri, and you know it's funny. I went to school with a trooper whose whose uncle had the had the. Uh, reputation or the record of being the heaviest overweight ticket the dot had ever signed at that time in the state of missouri and i think it was 189,000. it was it was like almost 100 and you're you're from a family of truck drivers 190,000 pounds when he's licensed for 80,000 on a road that was restricted to like 54,000. <laughs> oh god and, and he was hauling logs did they just take the truck right then? Uh, there? You know, and yeah, because your ticket's based on pounds, you know, X amount of dollars for the first thousand over or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't remember how the formulas were, but yeah. So he, he, and, and I actually, you know, what's funny is I thought about him. I met him. I'd heard this story through the annals of the highway patrol for years. Well, four years ago when I moved back to Missouri and I was redoing my house, I put real oak floors in my house. And my brother gave me his number and said, hey, go down to Salem and call this guy and tell him what you want. And this, uh, yeah. my brother kind of half brokered the deal. Said, what are you looking for? I told him. So I called this gentleman up and I said, I need X amount. I texted it to my brother. Hey, I need X amount of square feet. I wanted my, so my boards are five inches wide. And and this guy jumped on the string. My brother forwarded to this dude. This dude jumped on the string. So I go down to this sawmill, and I'm at this sawmill picking up this lumber uh, in my old one ton. And, and I had I got a big trailer, and and they're putting. I'm going to send you a picture over here in a second, so you can post it on whatever you posted on the Howler's Heart. And that <laughs> old man was in was there in the office when I went in there to pay. There was like some old guys, what I'd say, holding court, you know, so some old guys that ain't got nothing to do, so they just sit over to the office, right? Oh, yeah, and, politicking. And, yeah, and they were sitting there, and he was one of them, and I, uh, and, and I told him I knew his nephew. I said, well, you're so-and-so. I was like, yeah, so, but I didn't have the heart to say I used to be a trooper, and I heard about that ticket. I wanted to, but I didn't um, just because, you know what I mean, just because I didn't know. Uh, you know how he's going to react. He might be still making payments on. 
on the <laughs> on the yeah, I don't remember. I mean, was 110,000 pounds overweight? I mean, my God. If it was a dollar a pound, it would be. So I just sent you a picture. Did you get it? Let me look here. I got some. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. That looks like nice, nice wood. What do you think of that? It looks, you know what I think of that? I'm glad I wasn't around to help unload it and install it. Let ah. me tell you, I'm, I'm sending you a second picture. And, and if you if you zoom in, you can see just absolute stack of wood. And this is at that place? Yep, down there in Dent County, Missouri, down in... Holy you know, crap. Where, and that's where all... We used to say the hoot owls screw the chickens and they like it. Um. <laughs> uh, how does that work? <laughs> I guess like anything. If that's all you, you know, what's that song? If you don't love the one you're with, uh, if you can't be with, right? <laughs> <laughs> it goes for yeah. hoot owls, hoot owls and chicken. owls or chickens. It don't matter. You know, you might not. The Hootouts don't give out a 50, 50 year. What is that? Silver anniversary? What's the 50? Is that gold or silver? I think it was gold. gold. I think it was gold. Yeah. So you just get a 50 year. Yeah, so we just. <laughs> in order, because I remember my great grandma and grandpa, they had a 25 anniversary plate and then they had a 50 plate. Remember how they do it in like a hutch with the oh, fancy yeah. plates? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and you know, I used to think, God, that'd be crazy. You had to get married when you're 20, right? So then you get it when you're 70. I know. And, and Christy's, Christy's mom and dad, this weekend, we celebrated their seven or 50th anniversary. And, and it was, it was kind of funny. It was good, but we took him out to eat with her brother and sister-in-law, a real fancy restaurant in Mansfield. And first of all, why is it that the more you pay for food, the less you get? Like we were so hung. I mean, and this was a lot of money for dinner and you know, the portions come out smaller for some reason to the point where I felt like I, I was committed. I had to, I had to get dessert. Just so I didn't go to the pizza place around the corner and grab a slice of pizza. Well, what were what was the, what, kind, what was the food that was so? I mean, what what what? Well, I got a, you know, it's one of those places where. Um, At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, every entree was at least 30 bucks, you know, which doesn't sound like much, but 30 bucks, 30 bucks, you know, uh, I think 30 bucks is, is McDonald's nowadays. But that's just, that's, that was 30 bucks for chicken, you know, and I think Izzy got the chicken and it was, it was so dry. Uh, like, I don't even, you couldn't even eat it. And like, I got a scallop, like bacon. What do you wraps. mean? It was so dry you couldn't eat it. Oh, it was, it was terribly dry. Like it wasn't moist or anything. Like it was, it was one of those where you had to take a bite of chicken and drink a glass, a drink of water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just so you can watch. What kind of restaurant was it? It was a super fancy one in Mansfield. And uh, I mean, the food, that was the only thing that, was, that wasn't really good. You know, really that good. Like the food. Like, yeah, because who cares that a restaurant restaurant? As long as everything else is good, the food doesn't matter. What kind of stuff is that? <laughs> but like, I got a, uh, uh, I got bacon wrapped scallops and a little thing of rice, and uh, you know, and it was really, it was really good. It just didn't, wasn't enough. And uh, I, I don't know why, but a place like that, you'd think you'd get a salad automatically with your entree. It's and like, you didn't. No, it's like eight or nine bucks if you want the salad. Then you got to really think about: Do I really want this salad? Like I always just eat the salad because it comes with it. But do I really want to commit to a salad now? Because now it's going to cost me, you know, eight, eight or nine bucks. But, but you know, so so we had this dinner. The atmosphere was nice, nice and stuff. And um, then we had a big, we had a little thing at church, and Christy did all the work for it, put the food together, and. Because her mom kept saying, "I don't, I don't want to party. I don't want a big. I don't want a party." And so, but of course, when we get to church, you know, her mom wants to take control of what's going on, and they're trying to take a picture of the cake. Now, mind you, we're just trying to take a picture of the cake, and uh, um, Christy finally looks at her and says, "Hey, I thought you were the one, you were the one that said you didn't want a party." She goes, "I said I didn't want a big party." And I oh, started so a little, little party. She went a little party. Well, either way, but her dad. Well, after fifty years, they know too many pit, kids, grandkids. <laughs> I mean, how do you do with fifty years? Well, they're just invited because um, uh, her dad's got brothers still live because he's the youngest. But he took. But but here's the here's the secret. I figured out the secret why they lasted for fifty years. So her dad turns to me, 
and he's a very quiet, you know, he's very smart dude, very, but he's very quiet. And he turns to me and he says, and you wonder what our wedding was like, huh? (laughs) And I looked at him, I started grinning. He goes, he goes, I don't remember. And he goes, it's probably a good thing. (laughs) And he walks off. So I, I, I feel like there's the secret. He just forgets all the, all the craziness. And thinks and remembers the good stuff, and that's. And I think maybe when you get to a certain point, you're like, "Yeah, I'm I'm committed now. I'm going." You know, after you get thirty, thirty five years, right? <clears throat> what's the What's the point? How's it stick her out? Uh, well, yeah, I guess. I mean, fifties in sight. Maybe it's like you know, you got these guys who can learn how to live without a thumb or a, a <laughs> arm or a leg or something. I mean, what's what's <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Right? But, I mean, what's your, uh, you know, I think about that old joke, you know, on their 20th anniversary. This, this, the guy wakes up crying and the wife looks at him and goes, What's so bad, honey? And he goes, Well, you remember when your dad caught me? And he said, You're going to marry her. Or it's, you know, I'm going to get 15 to 20 or whatever. I'd be out now. You know? <laughs> I'd have made parole today or whatever hour the joke goes, you know. <laughs> today I'd be a free man. Right. So I don't know if that's the secret sauce. I don't know what fifty years is a long time, I suppose. I don't know. And they're both they're I'm both, 31, so I'm and, to, Well long, longevity longevity runs in their genes too. So I I mean I, I might they'll they'll probably make sixty. Who knows if I'll if I'll be there to see it, you know? Their, well, their their genes are probably better than mine. If I win that Powerball this week, you probably won't make it. <laughs> can you can you believe that? Like as we're so imagine this collision of of what's going on in the country. We're we're recording this as they're about ready to draw almost a two million two billion dollar Powerball ticket, and we're having midterm elections elections the next day. Well, like, I don't think the, the midterms matter that much, but um, <laughs> but the two billion would matter a heck of a lot to me. Well, the, the, I saw that uh, supposedly inflation has caused it has caused it. If you take the cash option, you used to get fifty eight or fifty nine percent of the total jackpot as the cash option. Now it's only forty eight percent, which doesn't sound like much until you're talking about a billion dollars. You know, that's like eleven, a hundred and ten million dollars difference for every billion. You get less. You know. I well, know. I I would you know is is is. I don't think I'd care. I'd take the cash option. Yep. That's the only. That's the only thing you can do is take the cash option. And I read somebody say, "Oh, that's." Poor financial advice from you, simple hill folk, and you know you got to take the money while it's there because who knows the freaking government could go under. The you know it's an annuity. Somehow they sell the state sells it to some outfit that pays you your money. You know what I mean? There's too many problems oh, yeah. to draw. You know what I mean? You oh, got to yeah. take all that money, put it in the trunk of your car, and go down to the strip club until you figure out what to do with it. <laughs> That's what that old preacher in West Virginia. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, the other one. You know, yeah, we've talked. Yeah, we've talked he always had a couple of hundred thousand in his car and getting ripped off, and he didn't understand why. Um, what would you? What would you do? What if? What if? 
the caveat was you had to spend all that money on one thing. What what is it that you could buy? Um, with go, go Amsterdam. I just buy buy Amsterdam. Fifteen blocks in the red light district, and you stay there. <laughs> I could fish in them canals. I was watching that on Hobie Outdoors. I could fish in them canals and and just hang out. And I'd try to save those girls. I, that's what I'd be. I'd try to save them. <laughs> try to save you know, like, the girls. Yeah, the so, that's right. I'm going to save them all. So I'll buy them so I can free them. You know what I mean? What? So you can fish in the canals in Amsterdam? <laughs> yeah. On Hobie Outdoors, they, they caught all kinds of fish in them. Now, there's certain places that are better than others. Other than the fact they're full of bicycles. If you ever get on YouTube and watch the guys dredging and things, these people, you know, Amsterdam's got thousands, tens of thousands, millions of bicycles, right? It's like nothing you've ever seen. And they're Literally, on the canal? People steal them and throw them in the canal, and they get drunk, and I get mad at you, so I throw your bike. So there's hundreds of bikes in the canals, and they dredge them every year. But Amsterdam, it's nothing to see forty or a pack of 40 or 50 bicyclists riding down the street. And I mean dudes in suits and girls dressed up, bankers. Hey, there'll be a dude or girl. Usually the girl is riding the bike in a little flat rack on the back. Some skinny jeans boy will be sitting on the back. They'll sit sideways like side saddle. <laughs> on, you've never seen that? We've never talked about this? No. no. The only thing crazier than in Mumbai. You know, I've been to Mumbai and you expect crazy shit. Bicycles, cows, you know, people crapping on the sidewalk, rickshaws. You expect that. But you go to a fully developed place like Amsterdam. I'm going to Google it up right now and see if you find it. And, and there's packs of people riding bicycles and, and and a lot of the girls are skinny and picturesque and I we just used to joke all the time because they just they got pedal around all the time so that's why there's no fat people right and um, but I got a kick out of these girls um, driving the uh, bike with a little skinny guy on the back yes because I'll tell you why I, I had a girlfriend I went to high school with I gotta watch what I'm going to say because some of her relatives listen to the pod, listen to me. Okay. And I dated one of those tall, thin, picturesque German girls from my hometown. And when I got there, it was like everybody in Amsterdam looked like that. Okay. Or it seemed like they looked like that. And the fact that not only they're riding a bicycle, but then they have these little boyfriends that are, you know, just like, you know, I, I'm going to say some bad, you know, like tutti fruity boyfriends. That can't even pedal their own bike. Can't even pedal the girl. <laughs> I you thought you were getting ready. I thought you were getting ready to tell me that you wore skinny jeans for this girlfriend of yours. No, I didn't <laughs> have to wear nothing for her. Um, but I just we didn't have skinny jeans back then. Don't get me on that. So yeah, so if you Google up Amsterdam bicycle riding girls, you're gonna see these people riding freaking bikes, and they'll be in packs. They'll stop at a stoplight, and it's like it's like. It's like everybody's seen uh, Lance Armstrong in the Tour de France, right? Yeah. That's what it looks like in traffic in some places in Amsterdam when there's 150 people trying to beat a stoplight on bicycles in Amsterdam. I kid you not. Except Lance Armstrong isn't carrying around a guy in skinny jeans. No, he's got a couple IVs and a doctor. But anyway, 
yeah, I just, I don't even, you know, I just, I'm going to try to find one. Yeah, so I just, it's one of the many wonders of the world I've seen. So, <laughs> so I'm going to have a bicycle tandem in this. I'm not sure I'm Googling that up, though. That combination of words could get wrong and go sideways real quick. <laughs> real quick. Well, I don't, you know, it's just, it just, it's just, you know. Yeah, so if I, if I had to spend it on one thing, it's one and a half billion. I don't think there's any ranches out there big enough. So I just have to just buy Amsterdam or shit. I might be able to buy a Mumbai for that kind of money. I don't know. I damn sure wouldn't mess around with Twitter like old Elon. I'd do something fun. <laughs> yeah. That just sounds like that's going to be more trouble for him than it's worth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I try not to think about. It. I, you know, I'm really every week. I say every day. I, I say I'm going to narrow my input. Right. I'm going to throttle back the stuff I allow in my space. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. it, every once in a while some. Some shit gets in, and it, you know, uh, it, it it takes up too much of my bandwidth. Some of these idiots out there in this world. <laughs> you know what we really need is uh, I'm not even gonna say it. The World War One. We really need a conventional ground based war on a large scale. To you know, I've just seen where there's how many thin, millions of people thin the herd a little bit. Thin the herd a little bit. Yeah. So so the the world population has tripled since 1950. I also I also saw though that the entire world's population could fit in Texas. Did you ever see that? The no. entire world's population. If they just stand in there and lay in there, just standing there side by side could all fit in Texas. I really think about a third of them. And I don't know how to decide which third gets it. Should be in the ocean for the fish. Take their clothes off so we don't pollute the ocean anymore. Put them in there for the fish and really help these. Two things happen. It'll reduce the amount of people eating those fish. It'll allow those fisheries to gain traction and, and get bigger. <laughs> and it's just a win-win. <laughs> so, Too bad it didn't happen before tomorrow, Election Day. Oh, Here. God. Okay. Oh, because we don't think about it as a society, we do not. We just we just keep the freaking weak along, you know, and and a lot of it not physically weak, the mentally weak. I mean, Jesus, we've got so many retards, not even retards. We got so many people. Did you read about the guys gluing themselves to the floor at the BMW plant or the Audi plant or whatever? Else? Didn't we talk about that a couple weeks ago? No, somebody's gluing themselves to the. These anti-oil people are like gluing themselves to artwork or, or museums. So they either went to Audi, BMW. Wasn't glue? Isn't glue have a probably made from the same kind of product? You know, I you know this is what I said when I so the the crux to the deal was what these guys went over there to Germany and went into one of these big showrooms and glued themselves to the floor on Friday evening, Friday afternoon. So instead of having the police and fire come in and remove them from the floor and usher them away, whoever was managing this dealership or this particular place said, stay as long as you like, shut the heat off and the lights off and closed. Everybody left. So the complaint was they didn't. First of all, they left them glued to the floor. 
the people complaining were the ones glued to the floor. They were glued to the floor. They the the the, the Germans didn't give them any porta potties or anywhere to relieve themselves. So eventually, some of them had made had accidents in their pants and shut the heat off. So what they wanted to happen was usher in a bunch of police and rescue people and media people and make a big show being removed, but they just let them sit there in, in, in their own squalor. And that's what we need to do with some of these people. Let them live in their own squalor. So when you have people like, did you see them go to the museum? You know, they've been to several museums here the last week or two throwing, you know, our, our, you know, paint on artwork and such. Or didn't you see the guy walking down the big thing, busting every window with a sledgehammer to stop oil, like on the square mile in, in, in London? No, nope. The first guy she took that freaking hammer from him and broke his first, maybe not his kneecap, his foot right at the arch. He's like an eight pound double jack. Pack, hit him in the foot and say, How's that oil treating you now? And when he said, When he opened his freaking mouth, break the other foot and let him lay there. And you know what? He won't have the ability to go smash somebody's windows tomorrow. Same way with the paint, right? So a lot of these kids got more oil, more oil in their freaking Nike tennis shoes than the polyesters they're wearing than the goddamn BMW is going to run today. But they're too stupid to know that because they've been brainwashed by this world that has allowed them to to, to procreate and, and exist. <laughs> so how do you really feel? <laughs> I tell you, I don't know why you got me on this wound up. I'm probably going to lose part of my whatever liberal listeners I still had, but they just, it's like these educated white women that are screwing the world up right now too, right? They just don't have enough to worry about that they've got to worry about all this other stuff, right? I don't, don't, I don't know where they're the the ones that are. I, you know, and of course I get on Twitter every once in a while. I've deleted my Twitter, but I still find myself getting back on there. Okay. That that they've got white guilt. They're they're mad because they were raised with an education and and they have all these I don't want to say survivor guilt, but they have this success guilt, right? Haven't you read any of these people nut jobs? No, I that's the see see there's the real problem is because you're too freaking busy working. So if yeah. people had jobs, yeah, there's a real problem. Themselves to the floor, they couldn't. They wouldn't be on Twitter. They'd be. That's why we got to bring factories back. If they were stamping license plates down to Pontiac plant in Michigan, they wouldn't be on Twitter every day. They would. They would stamp plates until they were so tired. The only thing they could do was go to the bar. That's what. That's what built America. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs> God only knows what's hiding in our shadows. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.